With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the Secret Golf Podcast and I'm Diane Knox. Hello. I feel like it's been a while. It has been a couple of weeks because, well, where have I been? I was at the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. And then I was at the Farmers Insurance Open at Tory Pines. And then I was in my bed because I've been sick with this like cold flu thing. So if I sound terrible, that is why. But um, yeah, that's why the podcast is a little bit later this week too. But there's no way I was going to miss out on doing one when we're celebrating another win in the secret golf camp. So I didn't even get to talk about the double wins that we had a couple of weeks ago when Andrew Landry won the American Express in Palm Springs on the PGA Tour. Gabby Lopez won the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions um, in Orlando on the LPGA Tour, which was just incredible. And we're going to catch up with her in a few weeks. But um, just what an amazing start to 2020 followed up by another win last week in San Diego at Tory Pines for the Farmers Insurance Open. And it was victory number five for Mark Leishman. Unbelievable. Hopefully this is the way that the whole year is going to go. Anyway, so delighted for Leishman. And it was a victory where starting Sunday, he was four shots behind. And he's one of those guys that I feel like that's maybe when he performs best. We call him Mr. Consistent here at Secret Golf because, you know, you look at what he's achieved in his career. As I said, it was win number five for him. But last year alone, he had seven top 10 finishes, one of them being a win in Malaysia at the CIMB Classic. The year before, he had six top 10 finishes, including two second places. And in 2017, Seven top 10 finishes with two wins at the Arnold Palmer Invitational and the BMW Championship. So, you know, Leishman is Mr. Consistent. Um, even at the start of the 2020 season at the Safeway Open, he finished third. And he's one of those guys where you feel like the win is always just around the corner. So I know this one in particular meant a lot to him and I wanted to get him on the phone on his off week, which was very kind of him to offer up time to hear all about it. 
Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Well, I, you have to excuse the way I sound because I've had this cold and flu thing, so <laughs> I'm finally oh, getting over it, but you I sound over. terrible. Oh, oh, no, you hung over. I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> good. Are you yeah, hungover? Thank you. Um, yeah. You should be the one that's been hungover <laughs> after all the celebrating. Yeah, I have, yeah. we went to the hockey the other night, actually, so we had a bit of a celebration up there, just me and Audrey, and then oh, we're having a celebration dinner tonight, so um, got got a few of my friends all going to one of my favourite restaurants. And Okay, well, congratulations, <laughs> it was amazing. I was Thank out you. at Tory, but I went on the Friday, but it just felt so rubbish over the weekend that I was like, there's yeah, no right. way I can get out there. And the weather, oh, like, because no the weather wasn't even great, like, it was pretty cold. Yeah, it's it's something about there. I get sick there every single year. Really? I didn't get sick there this year, luckily, but um, normally I'm sick there every year. Yeah. Well, you had something different to focus on this year. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, win number five and it was like, it couldn't have come any better because it happened on Australia Day. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, I saw that Lucas Herbert won um, on the European Tour before I teed off and, you know, Australia today has not made a huge thing of in America, obviously, but um, it was, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome that we could get it done then. Um, I mean, any time, you take a win whenever you get it, but to be on Australia Day was, was, was very cool. And obviously Cam Smith winning the Sony Open in Hawaii just a couple of weeks before. And you guys have been doing so much to raise money for the Australian Bushfire Fund, which is obviously a cause that is so close to your hearts and it's affected you guys a lot. But that had to make it even more special because I'm sure it felt like you were giving back even more to the people of Australia. Yeah, it did. You know, it's nice to, um, firstly, to be in a position to be able to help. Uh, you know, not everyone is in that position, so... Uh, to be in that position, I feel very lucky, and then you know to help obviously feels good. So um, yeah, I think me and Audrey um, and our foundation, you know, people who pledge money and all that, we donated it. It was over seventy thousand dollars. So wow. um, you know that turns into over a hundred thousand Australian, and um, you know everything we raised went straight there. So it's uh, it's great that we can help out, and hopefully that um, you know stops the bleeding there for a little bit. You know, a lot of people lost their lives. Um, lost homes it's just it's been devastating so we just hope that that can that can help a bit that's the thing I mean you've had so many events in your life that have almost been like a reality check but you know going out and winning on the PGA Tour and getting your fifth win it's almost like okay this is amazing but at the same time you know you're very aware of what people in your country are going through and it, it is incredible that you can help that much yeah no like I said it's nice to be in that position and um you know, certainly, you know, as a kid, I mean, you know, once you get on the tour and, and you win once, you know that you can do it. Um, but as a kid growing up, you sort of, I'd never imagined I would win five times on the tour. And it's um, yeah, a pretty cool feeling. Five times so far. I mean, there's still a lot more to come. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, that's the plan anyway. <laughs> right. Well, let's talk about it because um, obviously amazing. But heading into the final round, you were, what, four strokes back at that point. What's your mentality on Sunday morning? Like, did you go out there thinking that you were, you know, going to win it? Is that something that's on your mind? Or is it a case of like, hey, I'm just going to go out and play the best that I can and, and see what happens around me? Um, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, unless you've got a big lead, you never expect to go out and, and or you never expect to go out and win no matter how many in front you are. But, um, you know, being behind, I just knew that I had to play good. I would have no chance to win the tournament if I didn't play well and make parts. So, um, 
to start off the way I did. I think I was five under through eight holes. Um, you know, got myself right in the thick of it. Um, and then, you know, just my putter was, was amazing. I, yeah. My irons and putter were great. It was funny. I, I drove it the best I've probably ever driven it the first three days. And then um, then on Sunday afternoon, I just, um, you know, it's funny when you get a new club and it, you know, perform under, it performs under pressure. You know, the first time you see it perform under pressure. So it's um, it's great that, you know, I've, I've got the one-way miss, all the trouble there's left and was able to manage the misses and, and get it done. So, yeah, it was a great day. Um, just glad that uh, there wasn't a couple of extra holes because Ram was uh, was certainly making a charge there at the end. Yeah, especially, you know, boogie on 17 for you and then, but that birdie on 18, what was it, like a five-and-a-half-foot putt to get the birdie on 18 and, and kind of get the job done. I want to talk about the driving accuracy, though, because, as you say, you know, you were hitting it so well off the tee for the first three rounds. And, you know, round three, your driving accuracy was 71%. Round four, it was 21%. And you hit three fairways on the Sunday. What did Harvey, your son, say to you after the round? Yeah, he, um, <laughs> he's pretty critical. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have too much of a filter. And he said, what did he say? Your driver wasn't working. Um <laughs> So it was pretty funny, but like I said, on that golf course, it's um, well, my miss anyway is right. I very rarely miss it left, um, and all the trouble on that golf course is left. So you know, just I guess it just made the right miss a little bigger, but um, kept it in play. I was able to make pars, and um, yeah, it was pretty frustrating actually to to you know be leading like that, and then you know by a few, and then not being able to sniff the fairway. So. Um, Definitely something to work on this week, um, but you know it's it's little things. So I think I've I learned a lot from that, um, mm-hmm. and it's nice when you can you know normally you win more when you lose, but I think I it was a rare occasion where winning a tournament and I actually learned a lot about um, a new club and how it, I think it's going to benefit me this year just with that that one way miss. So it's, um, yeah, I'm excited about the rest of the year. Yeah, what is the new club? What are the specs then? Uh, it's the new, the Maverick. Um, it's got a, do you want the shaft and everything like that? Yeah, sure, it's, go for it. It's a Fujikura Speeder 757. Um, I think it's really stiff. It's 2RX and then it's tipped as well. So um, it's a heavy shaft. I think it's about 70 to 75 grams. Um, but the thing I like about it is I can I can rip it and know that it's not going to go left. So it takes one side of the golf course out of play. Um which is which is good. My driver last year, I was having a little bit of a two, not a big two-way miss, but a little bit of a two-way miss, and that's in your head. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with um, you know. As obviously not didn't drive it the way I wanted to Sunday when everyone was watching, but <laughs> early in the week it was um, as good as I've driven it for a long time. So I'm, I'm excited, like I said, about the rest of the year. You know, you're a you're a chill guy. You're pretty calm. But how do you not get frustrated when you know that you know starting the day you're four shots back and that that victory is very much like within reach and you are missing fairways? Like, how do you not let that frustration get to you? Um, I mean, I was frustrated. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> I guess I can hide it pretty well. But yeah, you got to look at the big picture. Um, well, there's, I guess there's a big picture and then a really big picture. You know, there's a, a big picture as in the whole golf tournament. You know, I was still leading and missing it in spots where I was still playable. You know, there's there's a there's spots you can hit it there where you're, you're taking penalty drops and you're 
you know, you're not going to make pars. So I was hitting it in the places where I knew I was still a chance to make par. Um, yeah, I mean, being fresh helps as well. I I like I tend to play better when I've had come off a week off. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if that had been my third week in a row, I think it would have been a different outcome. Um, I think it probably would have, as much as you hate to say it, but I think it would have got to me a bit more than what it did, yeah. being fresh. So uh, that's that's a big thing for me too. So you know, just knowing yourself, knowing how many events you can play in a year, how you got to pace yourself and just try and manage your emotions really. I mean, because it's such a head head game that, um, <laughs> that you, you know, you can't really let it get to you too much. And what is this, your 12th year on tour now? So... It's like you've you've had a lot of experience of being up there in the top part of that leaderboard, and with it being your fifth win, you've had a lot of experience of actually going out there and, and getting it done. Yeah, I have. Um, you know, so you know, over twelve years, you, you do learn yourself, learn what's good for you, and um, learn how to handle pressure. I'm pretty lucky that um, that I've you know gone through other things off the golf course, and that's helped me mm-hmm. with my stuff on the golf course. Not you know not letting that worry me too much. It's, um, yeah, of course everyone wants to win and, and you want to do well, but at the end of the day, it's a golf tournament. And, um, so I think that's helped me. Um, I don't get really nervous on the golf course, which is probably a, a pretty lucky thing for, for a golfer. Right. Well, we have to talk about the greens and the fact that the putter was so hot. I mean, strokes gain putting, you were first, um, 4.7 shots on the rest of the field. I mean, what was it about the putter for the Farmers Insurance Open? I mean, did, did you feel right away that, that you had just got hot? Yeah, I um, actually, early in the week, I, I didn't putt very well at, um, at at the Sony in Hawaii. So for the first time in probably six months, I took two putters to um, to San Diego and actually putted with a different putter in the first practice round. Um so then I went back to my old one for the tournament. Um, I just found something on the putting green. It was funny. I um, I think I was just my grip pressure was getting a little bit tight because um, when you don't make putts, you try and make putts. You try harder, and that's a bad thing when you're putting. Um, so I um, just tried to care less, keep the light grip pressure, and um, I had a pretty good feel. It was a, a couple of years ago when I won Malaysia. At, on the early in the week this week, um, or at Torrey Pines, I actually said to Maddie, I said, the putter feels in my hands like it did in Malaysia. And he's like, geez, well, I hope it's the same outcome. Um, so that was, I mean, you, you get feelings like that um, often, but it doesn't normally equate to a win. Um, you know, sometimes you get them and then you'll, you know, just putt normal or whatever. But it was nice to to get that and, um, and actually do something with it. So it was a... Uh, yeah, I just had a lot of confidence. The hole looked looked big, um, but it's you know, like I say, you got to make the most of it when it's when it is like that. That is amazing. What a cool thing to say that you felt the putter like you did when you were in Malaysia. Like that that in itself, even saying it out loud to your caddy, that's like a huge confidence booster right there. Yeah, because I'm not normally like that at all. Um, it's you know, I would never normally say anything like that but I don't, I don't know really why I said it actually but it was just a um so yeah it was a good good thing um good that it turned out out well and um had a hot week on the greens but um you know even though I, I did have a hot week on the greens I mean I had a remember on, th- on the first round I had a three apart from eight foot on one hole on the north course um 
you know, missed a couple of short ones. Uh, I missed one on Sunday from four foot on the third hole. And, you know, you, you still miss, but you just got to get over it and get back on the horse and, and get into it. Yeah. So um, feeling fresh this week because you got to go home and celebrate with Audrey and the kids and you're, you've got a dinner tonight with your friends. It's so important still to mark the wins like that, isn't it? To make sure that when you are home with your friends and family that you do get to celebrate them. Exactly, yeah. Um, my first win I actually played the week after that and um, you know, felt like I didn't celebrate it enough and then it was you know another four years, five years until I won and yeah. I said to myself in that, periods like all right if I win again I'm going to celebrate them I'm going to celebrate them properly um so we we me and Audrey actually went up to Washington DC on um on Wednesday night and watched the Capitals hockey game her oh, first yeah. ever hockey game so she enjoyed that and then cool. we got the dinner tonight and um I open a night I'll open a bottle of you know nice wine just to to celebrate with uh with Maddie my caddy and um my team so it's going to be uh yeah we'll celebrate this one good and the kids are excited it's just a, it was a it's just fun any time you can um, you can win and, you know, you've got to do something for yourself so you can uh, give yourself some incentive to want to do it again. Too right. And then what's the schedule like for, well, the rest of the West Coast and then after that? So I've got, uh, you know, not playing Phoenix this week, obviously. Um, I'm not playing Pebble Beach next week and then I'll play Los Angeles and Mexico City. Okay. Um, and then I'll play Bay Hill Players and match play and then the Masters. So, okay. um, I'm, again, like I was saying before, I like to be fresh for the, for the for tournaments. I feel like I'm, I'm a better chance to play well if I'm fresh. So um, all the tournaments sort of before the Masters, I, I really love the, the tournaments. So, um, you know, I've got a pretty light schedule early in the year and it, it heats up through the, middle of, through the middle of the year in summer. Uh, it gets pretty busy, but you know, I try and enjoy myself as much as I can and spend as much time with the kids early in the year because I know that, you know, summer's um, summer's busy time. I love this time of year, though, when the schedule's just kind of really getting going because uh, that's when you're like, OK, we're counting down to the Masters in April and then from then on in, it's full steam ahead. Exactly, yeah. And it's, um, it's you know, sometimes it's hard to take weeks off, um, you know, because you, you feel like you're, you're losing ground and you could be out there playing, but... Um, I don't know. It's just gotta you got to do it so you so you're fresh and um, give yourself your best chance to play well, whatever that is. Some guys like to play all the time, and I'm uh, I'm not like that. So yeah, it's, uh, I, I, this year this you know this time of year is, is fun, especially when you play well. It's easier yeah. to take the time off when you just you know and, play good. You know, to get a win under your belt early on in the year. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to do. Yes, yeah, it's nice to to do that. You know, seal up. Um, two weeks in Hawaii for next year um, and then, you know, just get up to the top of the, you know, FedEx Cup standings and give yourself the best chance to, to try and lift that cup at the end of the year. That's yeah. what, you know, we all want to do. How's uh, Dennis doing? Dennis McDade being your coach. We caught up with you guys um, at the US Open, but what what does he talk to you about? Like, after a win, obviously, he's a huge part of the team and he'll celebrate, but what does he then talk to you about? We... Actually, he was down in Warrnambool um, early, well, just late last year. We came, okay. um, he came down to my house. We worked on mostly wedge practice and driver practice. Um, so we did that. Um, wedges, we were trying to, working on taking spin off them. Um, so actually that shot I hit into 18, that was a, that was a pretty good, um, 
test for for the new wedge yeah. wedge shot. Um, <laughs> it was just kind of no rests and trying to take the spin off it. Um, so we worked on that, and then um, just my pivot really with the driver, um, which wasn't where I wanted it to be on Sunday afternoon. But uh, the rest of the week it was great. So I guess I'll say it was good enough. But yeah, yeah we, we we normally work on pretty much the same stuff, um, and um, you know because we've been together for I think it's. 18 years now so um it's you know it's nice to not have to work on new stuff all the time yeah well i'm sure he's a very happy coach right now anyway <laughs> he is very yes, yeah right mark thank you so much thanks for giving us this time especially on your off week and um, no in the middle of all. all the celebrations but we're going to be out at riviera so we will see you there and um, enjoy right. the big dinner tonight sounds good we'll do thank you thank you we'll talk to you soon all right bye. see ya no worries bye he always gives us such an amazing insight into his thought process and how he's feeling on the course. It always comes across that he is such a chilled, calm and collected guy and it was great to hear him go into detail about the new driver, the fact that he only hit three fairways on the Sunday and even though he was really frustrated how he managed to keep it together and score score on the greens. What do they say? Drive for show, putt for dough. It's such an old cliche in golf, but never is it more true. And what an amazing example of, yeah, Leishman's strategy when it came to Tory Pines. Over the moon for him, win number five. And as he said, he'll definitely be celebrating tonight with his wife, Audrey, and with the family, friends, Matty, his caddy, and uh, yeah... Good, rightly so. Definitely a lot to be celebrating in the Leishman camp right now. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Now that um, I'm back in full health, we'll be back to normal next week. And well, next week it is the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Elk's actually going to be up there. I know he's spending some time with Duffner um, in particular, so we'll be catching up with him and hearing what's going on. And then the week after, it's the Genesis at Riviera in LA. Riviera being a special course for us at Secret Golf because that's where Elk won the PGA Championship. And we're actually going to be out there too. So lots coming up over the next couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to the podcast and my really annoying husky voice today. Thank you for bearing with me. Stupid cold. But if you haven't subscribed already, you can do so on iTunes, on Spotify and all other podcast apps and websites. Follow us on all the social media, just at Secret Golf. And we'll be back next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.